Before we get to the show, if you want to listen ad-free, go to gzmshows.com slash subscribers. That's gzmshows.com slash subscribers. Oh, you know what that means. It is time for the Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian Halloween special. Now, as you know, Bebop, he's not a huge fan of Halloween, and typically he hides in my closet so that he doesn't have to hear all the spooky stuff. But you know what? I looked in my closet, and he's not there. I think he got so scared that he just left the house so that he wouldn't have to hear any of the spooky story that's going to happen. In fact, if I was going to... Hi, Bebop. <laughs> what was that? That was my monster Bebop sound. You're supposed to be scaring me right now? Yes. Well, it's not really working, Bebop. You're not scaring me. All right, well, if that's not working, then... I guess I'll just eat all of this Halloween candy that you bought. Okay, no, 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 Bebop, stop, stop. That is scary. All right, folks, let's get right into the story before Bebop eats all of my Halloween candy. As you may know, every year we do a Halloween episode. This episode does not take place within the story that is currently happening in Season 5, so it's a good jumping-on point if you know somebody who you'd like to introduce to the show, or you don't have to know everything that's happened in the 100-plus episodes before this one to understand what's going to happen today. All right, here we go. The Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian Halloween Special Trick or Treat or Trick. Okay, kids, have fun. Those were Captain Caspian's last words to Explorers Troop 301 as they rocketed away from the Marlow. And those words kept bugging Finn as the Explorer Pod circled down to the planet below. Have fun? His mother never told them to have fun. They were explorers. They were scientists. They learned They did some adventuring, they helped, but the mission was never to have fun. It felt wrong. What's up with you, said Abigail, noticing the look on Finn's face. My mom, she told us to have fun, said Finn. Yeah, dude, said Vale. Finally, we get to have a little fun. And look at Finn, moping over there. Come on, man, live a little. The explorers were headed down to something called a party planet. These planets popped up now and again throughout the universe every 100 galaxies or so. It was a place where aliens went to vacation, where they could request of the aliens that lived on that planet various accommodations. And so the Marlow had asked this particular party planet to create a Halloween party for the kids. Abigail landed the explorer pod just outside what looked like a regular Earth neighborhood. A quiet street lit by tall lamps, small and big houses lining the streets, lights above the front doors, and lots of what looked like kids 
running around with bags or plastic pumpkins and dressed in typical costumes like vampires, princesses, and athletes. Come on, Finn, said Foggy. You're supposed to have fun. I think that was an order, actually. The pod door opened. It feels more like a jinx, said Finn, as he followed his friends out. Okay, everybody, said Vale. Costumes on. We can't all go as astronauts, right? Let's see them. Vale pressed the button on a bracelet they'd all worn for Halloween. Suddenly, his spacesuit was transformed into a costume. He was dressed as one of the fire aliens they had faced in the belly of Saffrite long ago. Pretty cool, huh? said Vale. Ho ho! Abigail pressed her button, and she was transformed into a patient, one of the monkey creatures they'd met long ago with eyes on their tails. It's attached to a camera, she said, so I can really see out of my tail eye. Elias pressed his button, and suddenly a trumpet sprouted out of his head, like one of the trumpet aliens on King Huxley's planet. He said, and they all broke out laughing, even Finn. Wait, check out mine, said Foggy, and he pressed the button. But nothing changed. You look the same, Foggy, said Elias. Ah, but my voice has changed, said Foggy. Who am I? Uh, duh, I'm the best. Voltronics, they all yelled and nearly fell over laughing. Okay, Finn, said Abigail. Your turn. Uh, I don't want to wear a costume, said Finn. I'm just going to stay as an astronaut. I'm just not really feeling it tonight. Not cool, said Vale. Not cool at all. The explorers all ran toward the street, carrying bags for candy. Vale was the first to run up the stairs to one of the houses and ring the doorbell. A very smiley woman opened the door. Oh, and what do we have here? She asked. I'm a fire creature, said Vale, holding out his bag. Ho ho! The woman handed him a candy bar. Full size, said Vale. Take that, party pooper, he said, pointing at Finn and heading to the next house. At each house, the explorers were greeted the same way. A very kind adult opened the door, marveled at their costumes, and then dropped candy into their bags. Even Foggy, who was barely in costume and couldn't eat candy, was filling his bag to the brim. Why are you collecting candy? said Finn. You're not going to eat it. I know, said Foggy. The Voltronics will be so mad that I got some and he didn't. <laughs> Over time, Finn began to loosen up. He had scored a couple of full-size candy bars himself, and at one point, Elias chased Vale around, blowing out the fake flames of his fire creature costume with a trumpet. Maybe Finn's mother was right. Maybe he should just have fun. Maybe this was the one time he could let loose. When they turned the corner onto the next block, they approached the first house on the corner, and Finn stopped his friends. Okay, fine. Are you guys ready for my awesome costume? Yes, finally, 
They all said, Okay, here it is. Finn pressed the button on his bracelet. Ta-da! What is that? said Vale. What? said Finn. It's a ninja, you know, like super secret martial arts expert, a ninja. Okay, said Abigail, but I thought we had a theme going on here, like we were all going as aliens that we've met before. I know, said Finn, but I didn't even think I was going to dress up, so I didn't prepare. I just grabbed a costume. Come on, forget about it. Let's go get some candy. Okay, here you are, said the man at the door, depositing a candy bar in Vale's bag. And here you are. And aren't you just the cutest little monkey with a tail eye? And the man stopped. He had set eyes on Finn and frozen there. Said the man. What are you doing here? Oh, me? Said Finn. I'm a ninja. You have some nerve showing up here like that. Said the man. After what your kind did to this planet? Uh, my kind? Said Finn. I'm just... This is just a costume. Costume? Yeah, right. I bet. The man flipped a switch on the inside of his house, and all of the streetlights went out. Party is over, he shouted. Time to fight evil. Evil? Said Finn. I'm a ninja. I'm not evil. Many of your kind showed up to this planet years ago and nearly destroyed it. It is time for us to get our revenge. But, said Finn, everybody loves ninjas. What about that kid over there? He's a Frankenstein. That's a monster. And that one over there? Uh, I don't know what he's supposed to be, but he's got fangs. Finn pointed at a kid with a shaved head and big teeth coming out of his mouth. I'm a bald werewolf, yelled the kid. See, said Finn, there are much more evil costumes out here, okay? Never mind, I'm going. But the man was no longer a man. He had transformed into his alien form, what he would look like if they weren't all playing at having a Halloween party. He was a giant green blob with long, sticky tentacles, no eyes as far as Finn could tell, but there was something that looked like a pink brain that Finn could make out inside the blob. Gross, said Vale. Definitely don't eat 30 candy bars before you see some alien's brain. Guys, said Abigail, we better get out of here. All of the aliens now came out of their houses, all tentacles and brains, even the little kids who had shed their costumes. Here, yelled the alien that had been the man in the house. Have some more candy. He lobbed a pack of gummies at the kids, and Vale stopped to catch it. Hey, thanks, he yelled, and then the candy exploded, covering Vale in a green goop. Ah, said Vale, my fingers are all stuck together. I'm not a real ninja, you know, said Finn. It's just a Halloween costume. He kept pressing the button on his bracelet, but the ninja costume wouldn't come off. More candy came raining down on the explorers, exploding into goop as the kids tried to make their way back to the explorer pod. Why couldn't you have just not worn your costume, said Elias. You all said I was a party pooper, said Finn, as a chocolate bar landed at his feet, 
dissolving into the ground with a hissing noise. Okay, no more chocolate, said Finn. As the explorers neared the pod, there were too many aliens. They'd never get through, and the tentacle creatures were closing in on them. Foggy, shouted Finn. Fly everyone to the pod. I'll take care of this. Foggy grabbed hold of the explorers. Are you sure? <clears throat> Are you sure about this, Finn? Yes, said Finn. If it's a ninja they want, it's a ninja they'll get. Foggy flew off, and the aliens surrounded Finn. He put his hand into the candy bag. Okay, who wants some candy? Finn opened a bag of Swedish fish, and like a ninja, spun around and threw them at the aliens, splatting six of them in one try. He ducked. He dodged. He ripped open some pop rocks and threw them in the air, tiny explosions smoking into the sky. The aliens looked around. Where had the ninja gone? Behind you, said Finn, and he pulled out a handful of candy bars. The five butterfingers of death, he yelled, and threw them at the five remaining aliens. They didn't die, of course, but they did get stuck on that weird peanut buttery cookie thing inside the butterfingers. They could barely move. They had been defeated. Finn walked casually back to the pod. Whoa, said Abigail. You looked like a real ninja out there. Thanks, said Finn. It'll take them weeks to chew through those butterfingers. We're safe now, so let's head back to the Marlowe. Abigail started the pod's engine. I have to say, said Vale, Finn, you were a party pooper, but in the end, that was really cool. Finn smiled. I guess you could say, said Finn, I learned a few tricks to pull with those treats. And you're not cool anymore, said Vale, as the pod made its way back to the Marlowe. Alright, that's it for our Halloween episode. I hope everybody has a safe and fun Halloween, whether you're in costume or not. And we will see you Friday for our regular Season 5 episode. See you then. Not scary. I know. It's me, Jess. This is a message for all the Six Minutes podcast fans out there. Have you heard? There are new episodes in the Six Minutes feed called the Ivan Dispatch. I won't go into details, but Ivan found something. A box containing audio cassettes recorded decades ago. And it looks like they were recorded by Cyrus. If you're a fan and you're not following the show, you may have missed out. Search for Six Minutes and click the follow button so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't heard Six Minutes yet, what are you waiting for? Search for Six Minutes, start a season one, episode one, and enjoy the most downloaded family audio drama in history. Hey, it's Jess. Did you know that GZM Shows has a YouTube channel? Right now, all of Six Minutes, Becoming Mother Nature, GZM Beats, and Cupid and the Reaper are up. And they're in these, like, beautiful playlists. They have this fun audio waveform visual. And best of all, you can turn on captions. And the captions have character names. Anyway, subscribe to GZM Shows on YouTube. Maybe there'll be some cool things in the future, like live streams, interviews, behind the scenes. We'll see. GZM Shows on YouTube.